Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Oh, welcome to it. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. And on occasion, I just pull out music that I like. I know not many other people like, but, you know, his royal badness died and it still breaks my heart. I'm way too much of a Prince fan. I know how way too much about that weird guy, little guy. But uh, Thousand Hugs and Kisses off the Hit and Run album. That's the music tonight. And tonight I also, on occasion, uh, bring by folks I'm just meeting. But whether it's to get to know you, good cause, um, we just make it work. I, I mean, we have Myra and Nisi here in the studio. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing great. Doing well? Doing well? Yes. Okay. Now... I think y'all are going to be better guests. I met the last time I just met folks and brought them in here. They were like two hippies that go to like music festivals <laughs> and get high. And, you know, it's not a bad gig, you know, getting high and writing about music festivals and taking photos. But uh, y'all have a really uh, good cause and something that we want to talk about right off the bat. And I definitely want to talk about because I, uh, I don't know, I did a paper uh, back in college where. Well, it was for the college paper, and I didn't succeed because I always have to inject my opinion into things. But I was astounded. Now, this was at Auburn by the uh, rate of STDs, but also just sexual health in general, like awareness and how people educate themselves on the subject. Now, this has gone by the wayside, unfortunately, in, in this part of the world, in this part of the country. And this is exactly why you are here. You're putting on an event. Now, Myra, what's the name of y'all's organization? It's MAO Medical Advocacy and Outreach. Medical Advocacy and Outreach? Yes. Okay, and y'all are putting on an event June the 23rd to help raise awareness. Yes, basically a testing event and raising awareness. Testing event and raising yes. awareness. So you can actually do testing on at the place. Yes. At the event. Mm-hmm. And it, do you get results that quick? Yeah, results back in 20 minutes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Now, with my unintentional uh, celibacy, I don't know if it's really a problem <laughs> for me. Uh, but it is, I think, uh, an issue that a lot of folks, it scares a lot of people, wouldn't you say? Yes, it does. People kind of fear getting tested that thought of known. Exactly. So it's it's not necessarily the, the whatever disease itself. It's like the unknown becomes this big monster kind of under the bed. Now, what made you want to get involved and in, in work in this field? Um, it's just been as a child just caring and wanting to work with people who was needy of my help and just... It came. It happened way back when I met someone that became a real close friend of me when I was in college. Yeah. And when she disclosed her status to me, people had made her feel like an outcast, anybody that knew her status. So I started just looking into it since then. And then as soon as I got out of school, I just jumped right into the HIV field. Right. Okay. And what about you, Nisi? 
Well, about the same. I met some people that were diagnosed with HIV and then the stigma around HIV and what they were dealing with. It made me become more passionate about, you know, trying to raise awareness and let people know that it's not a death sentence and right. they shouldn't treat people differently because of their diagnosis. Right. And it, it, no, I mean, I suppose there was a time period where it was um, a death sentence in yeah. the 80s. Yes, in the right. 80s. But the medication has came so far along that there is no reason not to know your HIV status. You know, it's best to know, it's best to get tested and um, early detection that can prolong their life. You know, if they find out they're HIV positive, if they get on medication, they can live as long as somebody with um, sugar diabetes or high blood pressure. Okay. Well, that's wonderful news. Well, and that's the amazing thing is like there was the scare in the 80s and now people are sort of they've kept that with them mm-hmm. and they haven't seen sort of the advances and i imagine i mean if you're not hiv positive you're not dealing with it maybe you don't know when you just haven't had the time but what is that uh that stigma like that sort of somebody goes oh you're, you're positive what are people maybe you've known what have they gone through and sort of like meeting other people relationships these sort of things I mean, really, the the stigma is the biggest part mm-hmm. with the diagnosis. But normally, if they have some good people they can talk to, family and friends, and we have a lot of support groups, it helps a lot with that stigma. And also, they need the educational part, too. Not mm-hmm. just the client, but the people that surround them on a daily basis also. To teach them that you can't catch HIV from touching me right. or touching the knob right. or sitting on the toilet in public restrooms. And right. see that and see that's why I was going to ask about the education, you know, cuz well, Brandon's here. Where'd you come from? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I just slip in, you know what I'm saying? Mm, I, go, ahead, go ahead. You know, I I couldn't miss this and I think people in the River Region really need to take advantage of this because there's a lot and we talked about this off air, a lot of misinformation, especially with young black girls. And it's surprising to me because a lot of them have young aunties, young grandmothers in the family, but nobody tells them anything. It's kind of like you just kind of explore out there on your own. And just when you discover something, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I knew about that. But, you know, I just kind of neglected to tell you about it. So, I mean, tell me more about the education part. Like, what do you guys do to educate? Um, We provide a couple of different educational options, especially when they come in and get tested. You're educated on so numerous STDs and STIs, not just HIV. And you're also educated on health maintenance. That is the biggest thing now. A lot of us, a lot, me, myself, sometimes my health maintenance poor, don't go to the doctor until something is wrong. When it's almost mandatory that you see a doctor at least once or twice a year. Just screening for more than HIV. And and you know what? This is what I say. That's Mm -hmm. why it falls back to the women because women are more health conscious. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, fellas, you know, having a lady in your life, that's going to push you to go to the doctor. That's going to nag you till you go to the doctor. (laughs) Hey, it can add five years on to you. You never know. You never know. But also, uh, Myra, you're saying you're from, I'm sorry. Um, Nisi, you said you're from Dolphin and you were doing a similar event? Yes, we are. We're doing an event on June the 28th. 8th in Dothan and it's also to raise awareness and to get people tested um, but we, we suggest that everybody get tested at least once a year not not that we don't want people to come out to this event we are very um, we're really wanting people to come out but any day they can come in and get tested we offer testing every day at our clinic so it's not just a one day thing people need to know their HIV status get tested like I said at least once a year and see you guys have a lot of schools out there in Dothan too so I mean, a lot of college freshmen, you know, I mean, it happens, you know. It does. Well, and I I don't know, it just seems foolish to me. If you're out there and you have multiple partners, Mm -hmm. 
if you do not get tested, it seems just you're playing with fire. Yeah. Uh, and where, how many people are walking around? Would are the estimates that are positive or have some sort of STD, STI, and they don't know it? One in seven are unaware of the HIV status. So, wow. yeah, there are, in Montgomery, there are over 2,000 diagnosed cases of HIV. So that's the cases that we know of, but that's not counting all those people that don't know, those people that are unaware, that are not getting tested um, because they don't feel like they're at risk. You know, that wife that's at home, she doesn't think that she needs to get tested because she's thinking her husband is faithful right. or, you know, the yeah. one that are supposed to be in monogamous relationships. Um and these kids that are thinking, because I have a lot of young people that come to me and tell me they've been in a long-term relationship, and they think that it's actually a long-term relationship when it's six months. And, you know, they don't feel like their boyfriend or girlfriend is doing things that they're not aware of. Well, they don't know about that one night. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Exactly. Or that one night every week. Yeah. It, exactly. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about, like, dealing with young people. Like, how young should a lot of our listeners like a lot of our listeners are parents so mm -hmm. how young should they start talking to their kids about things like this you know with the internet and all of this different social media and just youtube kids can find out all different things so it's best to start educating them young my son is seven and he is already asking questions about sex because some of the kids in his classroom has said the word sex so he's asking me about it at seven so um we do you know cater to his age but as soon as they start asking, you definitely need to start discussing it. And um, definitely, whenever they get the double digits, you want to start talking about it. You know, not just HIV, yeah. but, you know, you got to have that talk, the birds and the bees, you know. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of parents now, don't do that. Now, now here's, my, here's my question to both of you. At what age did you all receive the talk? Actually, I never received a talk. No, I did. I, I didn't receive it from my mom. When it first came to me, it was from my father. And I didn't take it well because I would have rather it came from my mom. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just like, no, and I well, kind of brushed well, everything well, well, off. You, oh, man. Well, well, I mean, it's awkward. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. awkward, but it's like, okay, this is my baby, but she's not my baby anymore because I'm starting to notice other guys are looking at her. And it's, oh, yeah, God, but I you gotta... would rather hear from your mom. I mean, or yeah. both parents at the same time. Yeah, but if mom is acting like she don't want to talk about it, like, hey, we need to tell this girl something. Right. Hey, these boys down the street looking at her. Hey, come on now. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I got... Uh, well, my dad did an all right job. I talked about this last week. I've actually shared both of these stories, mom and dad. Uh, my dad, it was like I had to be 11, maybe younger than that. What's and, you know, we're sitting out on the front porch in our rocking chairs. There's this thunderstorm rolling up. And he's like teaching me, you see the lightning, and then you wait one, two, three, four. Okay, so this is kind of how far away it is. And isn't it amazing to see the magnificence of nature, Joanne? Like, yeah, Dad, it is. And there's this pause. And he looks away, and he looks at me. And he goes, you know how sometimes you play with yourself? <laughs> I'm like, where is this going? Where is this going? And, you know, we, he kind of awkwardly tiptoed around the subject. And, you know, I'm a very shy person, so it wasn't like I was hopping into anything, certainly not at that age. But I also went to 12 years of Catholic school. Um, so in sixth grade, they do, they do not teach sex ed in Catholic school. They do teach sex anatomy. So they decided that the person that should come in and teach sex anatomy to our sixth grade class, my sixth grade class, and that's important, 
was my mother, <laughs> a registered nurse. And so she starts off the class, and I'm just going to use the anatomically correct terms here. She says, I know you all think it's funny. So it, again, my mom in the front of the class goes, so everybody say penis. And everybody repeats it back, and I just have my hand <laughs> on my head, just... Oh, oh my goodness. Now everybody say vagina. Everybody repeats it. Hey, Joey, isn't that your mom? I've never been the same since. This is yeah. why I have the, the unintentional uh, celibacy here. It's just I, I've got weird things going on. But I'd imagine it... Have you found that uh, you were mentioning people in supposedly monogamous relationships, they're not communicating necessarily about what their status is. Have you found that this can really put a strain on relationships and people not being willing to talk about what's going on? No, they're willing to talk about it. They just, <laughs> uh, the person that is not being monogamous in a relationship, of course they're not being honest with what they're really doing. I mean, well, 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 well I, think, I think it starts with the dialogue of opening up and creating a free space where everybody can tell what they are. You know, because you have a lot of quote-unquote straight guys out there mm-hmm, yeah. that aren't, you know, afraid to come out or whatever. You know, I've been with this woman for 12 years, but nothing's going right in the relationship because I'm not really attracted to her anymore. Mm-hmm. And rather than admit that, you'd rather go down the line and... Down low. Ex- exactly, yeah. exactly, until health complications start coming up. And I think part of that is because a lot of young people feel... I mean, when you're 21, you feel invincible. Nothing can happen to me. Come on, I'm Not 21. Me. I'm king of the hill. And next thing you know, it starts with the cough. And next thing you know, it becomes hard to get up some days. You just don't have your energy like you used to. And it just rolls downhill from there. Before you know it, when you finally... Like you said, when you finally do go to the doctor, it's kind of like, whoa, you should have came in months ago. Yeah. Well, and before we get too far off the, the path here, uh, the na- when is this event again? June the 23rd, yeah. 9 till 1. And the 28th in Dothan. And the 28th in Dothan, about the same time? It's from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. in Dothan. Okay, and what's the location here in Montgomery? Where is the event going to be? It's going to be at 2900 McGee Road, and that's 36111. Okay. It's right by the old Superfoods. That's Renfro's now directly yeah. in front of it. Okay, nice. And what is it... I for folks who might be a little hesitant, what is what's the atmosphere going to be like? Is they they pull up and they walk yeah. up? What's it, what are what's going to be going on? It's going to be more of a health fair, a, just different screenings. We're also going to be offering blood pressure, height, weight, BMIs, um, glucose test. Um, they also be doing what other tests we're going to be doing there today. I know they're going to have someone to talk about prep there. I'm, we're going to get into prep in a second also. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's something kind of new to the scene, but it's a lifesaver also. And a couple of nursing students will be there. And I think the health department will also be there running um, a STI test also, but not HIV. Okay. So, and it's going to be fun, food and games, things for the kids to do, face paint, inflatables, just different things that, that's what's up so why do you think it took so long for something like this to come to the river region i mean has it been the the quote-unquote outbreak of you know positive aids patients that's popped up in montgomery no we've been around for a long time okay it's just not really talked about yeah we've been doing the event you know for the past few years now so why isn't it talked about yeah i, mean, I was why, about to ask the same why thing. is this not plastered <laughs> on facebook because i mean i'm serious that i yeah. think 
kids, basically middle schoolers on up here, should be down there. You're right. Yeah. I no, agree. especially if you're active, and a lot of kids don't like to tell their parents that they're active, but you, at some point, you got to be honest. And you know why they don't tell their parents? Because their parents have told them you're supposed to wait until you're married. You know, so that's a problem with. But 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 see, there's there's the stigma because nine times out of ten, mama, did you wait? Right. Because you were how old when you had me? Right. It's how many years right. between us? Yeah. You know why do people at my school think you my sister? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You know, now. so so I mean, <laughs> I mean, you have to. I think some parents have to leave room to not relive their same mistakes, yeah. because if you if you coddle your child too much, you've seen what that did to you. You know, you gotta kind of loosen the reins and give your child room to grow. Right. That's how I think about it. I think so too, and I think equipping them with what they need to protect themselves you know even though you, yeah. yeah even though you want them to wait you need to at least tell them how to protect themselves from hiv and other stis um before they they decide to make that decision to go on and have se- unprotected sex with someone yeah. um and especially you know with younger ladies they're going to listen to their boyfriend and if they have an older boyfriend you know they're listening to what they say is they're easily influenced by um their their boyfriends so they end up making some decisions that they may later on regret but um if the parents you know would just stop thinking my child is not doing this not mine you know and just right. start you know equipping them with yeah. the knowledge and the tools to protect themselves i think it would yeah. be better and see that that's the hardest part because every parent has this fantasy mm-hmm. that yeah. oh all these other kids are doing it not my not my not daughter mine. not my son mm-hmm. yeah until you get that phone call yeah. and it's like, oh, yeah. you got to come down to the school. Right. And I'll open her. It, it, exactly. Well, and generally, I like that this will be kind of just a general health fair, too, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the same way as you said earlier. I'm a little scared of doctors. Mm-hmm. Not really like crazy yeah, scared. No, though, <laughs> though, the last time I went to get tested, the doctor had a, a assistant who he was teaching. She had already graduated and she was sort of training. And it was like this gorgeous young woman. And I'm like in there going, I think there's something wrong with my junk. It's like, <laughs> turns out there wasn't. And I'm like, this is so, and well, it's not that embarrassing. Get over it. And it, why the embarrassment, these sort of things? But growing up in Montgomery, being born and raised from here, I think there is this urge to put on the either a moral front or just, you know, put it on a proper face. And then you go have fun on the outside. Well, 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 you have to think you're in a place called the Bible Belt. Yeah. Where, City of a where, where, where a million hypocrites, mm-hmm. you know, they'll shame you in church and then, oh, okay, well, let, let me go on down to the casino and, mm-hmm. you know. And they've done some of the same things. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Everybody acts like they were never young. Yeah. Like most older people act like they were never young. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you you don't allow young people to make mistakes, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of this comes from with, you know, these new AIDS cases, because it's like, you know, I have to hide it. You know, I have to hide it till it's too late to hide it. Well, and the one in seven number is astounding. Yeah, it's me. very astounding. Yeah. And do, do symptoms not, like, could somebody be walking around and they never have any symptoms manifest themselves for a while? It lay dormant for yeah. a while. It could be up to 10 years before they have any symptoms of HIV. So that's why it's best to get tested at least once a year. Right. Um, and like she said, not just for HIV, but for all health issues that you could be facing, high blood pressure, sugar, diabetes. But, um, you know, definitely get tested for HIV. Yeah, because, I mean, I got diagnosed with diabetes at 25. so And it kind of hit me from left field. So, I mean, I just knew I was thirsty a lot. Mm-hmm. So... 
you know, I did what I normally do. Give me a glass of juice, and which is not. Did, when did you go to the doctor? When you do, I went to the doctor when I had dropped probably twelve pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, something and, was wrong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm guilty of it too, but I'm a little more health conscious now, because I I pretty much got my doctor on speed dial. <laughs> That's like, like you know what? I, I feel a little feverish. It's 100 degrees outside. You're going to feel feverish. Get over it. You know? So, but I, I think if young people start young being like that, you know, getting introduced to doctors and kind of being a little more health conscious, it'll follow them into adulthood. Yeah, it will. That's why our, our one of our goals is to get into the schools and try to talk to the youth, you know, um, to let them know, not just talking about HIV, but we're trying to cover everything, you know, um, their sexual health, just their mm-hmm. overall well-being, um, dealing with bullying or, you know, dealing with their sexuality, whatever it is that they're facing. We are trying to get into the schools to help them deal with whatever they're dealing with because a lot of people can't go to their parents. Exactly. Real life scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, here's my question. Are you guys on the internet, Facebook or anything Yes, like we that? are on Facebook. We're pushing it a lot more now. I know at first it wasn't that's why I decided I reached out to all my contacts. I was like, I got to get in somewhere. People have to hear it. Right. I think we that's what we lacked in the past few years where you didn't hear about it much because we didn't get that media, that mainstream that we needed to get it out there. So what? where should people go if they're on the Book of Faces and they want to MAO, Medical Advocacy and Outreach. Okay, MAO. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what about uh, for the people in Delta? It's the same one. Same MAO same one. Mm-hmm. Okay. of Alabama. Oh. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now, another question of, of my, I, well, actually, it's kind of an answer on what you just said. I think the reason is, you know, like I said, it's the Bible Belt. So Bible. people don't, people want to act like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Talk about sex for what? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you want to talk about sex you? in school? Yep. No, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, no, that, that's their thinking. Like, no, no, it's, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, Even that? though these kids are turning up pregnant and everything like exactly. that. But this was, our, I would like to say this, this is our first year in the schools. We started off in Lanier, and this upcoming year, we're trying to get in at least two or three more schools. Okay. They had a small group of kids that was considered like the leaders of the school, like cheerleading um, coaches. They assigned like two people from there, like the president, just different people that could reach out to their peers. So we had that last year, last school term, and then this year, hopefully we get in Carver and JD. Okay. And with the the parents do sign consents for us to talk with the kids, and basically we give them information and knowledge to give their other peers. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that uh, folks, I, because I can speak from experience in the sense that when you let something that is the unknown fester maybe there's nothing wrong and maybe but if there isn't anything wrong and you don't know you're still gonna feel like oh i'm invincible that we've gone over that's not the the right feeling but also if there is something wrong and underlying if you find out quickly you can essentially get yeah. it treated quicker exactly and, and the other thing about that is if they find out they're hiv negative which is a great thing we also offer prep so that is the next best alternative it's a one pill a day that they can take to help prevent getting hiv so, oh wow yes, yes. And, and a lot of times you know people feel stuff like survivor's remorse like <laughs> no no like a lot of times when they receive that negative it's like um, and it's like an emotional, they just need to come down a little bit because they're so nervous. So this is, but I'm, I want to go back to prep yeah. because that is, uh, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. So this is something that you can take 
before any case uh, being positive, and it will help to fight against catching it in the first place. Mm-hmm. But you can't take it like day of, like, let me take sure. this. Yeah. You gotta, it's almost like how you would take birth control. It has okay. to be in your system. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have sex tonight, so let me take it today. It's not plan B, people. It's not yeah. plan B, no. Well, no, and, and people, it did live a great, healthy lifestyle. Plan to have sex every day. It won't happen every day. <laughs> oh, but they do have something called PEP also. I don't know if you guys ever heard about no. it. But oh, um lightness. PEP. Yeah, it's, they have PEP, like, especially for healthcare workers working in hospitals and doctor's offices. If you get pricked by a needle, um, you do testing first, and then you need to get on a medication between before 72 hours to prevent yourself from catching it, and you take it for 30 days. Okay. It's, it's also good for those cases where someone might have got raped yeah. and didn't know the person's status, so it's also good to have the PEP. Rip. Yeah. Okay, wow. I See, and I'm learning new things tonight. Um, me, me too. Me too. I don't know. Well, and again, I'm this hermit. Like, I don't see any need. I just I'm here or I'm at home. I'm here or I'm at home. If, if you don't if you don't know about Joey, ladies, uh, Joey is a throwback to a '90s uh, romantic comedy character. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. Or '80s like Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. thinks he's, I'm gay. I'm just crushing on my best friend's girl. It, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exa- exactly. You know, he's the best friend you help turn into the guy that you want. Then yeah. discover yeah. Mm-hmm. he is the guy I want. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It happens. And there's nothing game. wrong with that. But whenever you do meet that one, get tested. Get tested together. Yeah. Be like, hey, let's go to the doctor. Let's do some screening tests. Not just for HIV. You remember that used to require a syphilis test before getting married. All that kind of just went away. Mm -hmm. And again, it is not anything. It's not like oh, because there are some you find out that that burns, that itches, whatever. You you figure it out. But it's the things that you don't find out till much later, and it might be a little too late when you find out. Uh, That's where real problems can Mm -hmm. come up, Uh, like syphilis. I mean, you literally go crazy. Yeah, go crazy. At the end stage of syphilis, you will go crazy to get to your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got to hit a quick break here. Uh, We have Myra and Nisi in here. Again, the event, June the 23rd here in Montgomery, uh, 9 to 1 on McGee Road, right? Yes. And the one in Dolphin, the 28th. Yes, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and it's going to be 1865 Suite 2, Honeysuckle Road. Okay, well, we'll be right back after this quick break. I'm, okay. I'm enjoying this. I'm having fun. I'm learning new things right now. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Me too. Joey Clark. Page one. You work so hard. You really do. Joey Clark. Uh, welcome back. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. In the studio with me, Myra, Nisi, Brandon's here, too. What's going on? What's we going talk on? to you all the time, Brandon. <laughs> of, course, of course. I'm letting the ladies have it. But we're, I mean, we're raising awareness. Number one, people need to get tested. HIV and many other STIs. I've heard it. What is it? Why is the... As I grew up, they taught me about STDs. I guess the, the jargon changes. The terms change. It's still the same. Still the same it's thing. It's still the same. It's just calling it a different thing from disease to infection so I mean it's right. not yeah infections are diseases I guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I mean there's one thing we were talking about off air that caught my attention where I I mean I this has happened to me like in college I, you 
have a one night stand and then you're immediately like oh god mm-hmm. i didn't know that person what's going on mm-hmm. like i'll go on the next day and but that's not really the correct men- that's not the mentality y'all are trying to put out there yeah we're not trying to put that out at all mm-hmm. that because that's the pimp like people come in i just had sex yesterday can you give me something and they have Google, because Google is the worst thing these days. They will go on Google and, what do I do? And so they, sometimes they'll come in and tell you the story. He forced me to have sex with him. Whoa. They did it willingly, but they want this PEP, which is mm-hmm. this medication. You still have to take that for a month also to prevent it. Right. So, I mean, preventative measures truly have to be thought out, planned. Um, I do wonder, though, with certain new form, newer forms of... Um, birth control like you say an IUD uh, that I mean less I saw a stat the other day millennials in particular are not using condoms mm-hmm. not at They're all not. Well, well, well when you have options like IUDs uh, it kind of deletes that but at the same time what they don't tell you is those can actually make you unfertile after so long they, they after can. having them in there so long again that is that is a risk and I mean why do you think there's this drop off with the next generation and they're that removed from say that that 80s AIDS scare, as we pointed out earlier? Um, a lot of them saying, well, I pull out every time I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> like that's going to prevent well, my well, stop well, something. I, I, I mean, that's that's <laughs> listening to their older uncle, you know, pull and pray <laughs> yeah. method. You know, we've all, every guy has been told about the pull and pray method. Yeah. It's you know, it's never, it's never failed it's me. I'm like, oh, well, you just prayed up then. I, mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah. I don't need I don't need them type of scares. Yeah. So the, they think, oh, I can I can pull out, or I. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Right. Right. The They're not even thinking of. It seems to me that the big concern is pregnancy, and it's not really the diseases in these kids' minds. They're not really educated. Hmm. And see, they always think they're not going to be that one right. in the seven people, you know, until it happens. But one in seven is so real. If it was seven of us sitting in here right now, just think one in that seven. Be could be awesome. carrying something. Yeah. Now, when y'all you know talk to say somebody in a church or high school, and you throw out that one in seven number, people start glancing around. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, they start asking. You. They start <laughs> asking like, "What? What do you say? The symptoms are again?" Because Mary was just coughing for a week over there, <laughs> and you know he did lose twenty pounds. So all of a sudden, said he was working out. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> well, well, I really have been working out, folks, and on a carnivore diet. <laughs> I really have. Now, one of my questions is: Does doing this does this affect how? You, you all approach people in your social life and things like that? Mm, good question. It affects me. <laughs> yeah. It does. I mean, I can understand where our patients come from with the stigma. Not being diagnosed, but just working at an HIV clinic, there's stigma. Just going to someone and asking for a donation or just going in and asking to be, you know, offered the testing. Oh, you work there? Yeah. You, mm. you're Ooh, not, you're I'm not so scared sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's lack of education. You know, people well, don't know. Well, what I, what I mean by that is, like, your husbands, your boyfriends, or things like that. Like, dealing with them. Do, do you ever come home and be like, okay, you know what? Just mm, don't touch me right now. I had a bad day. You know, had one of them days where I seen something I shouldn't no. have seen. Or, no, because no, we don't seen it all. We, we've kind of used yeah, to Yeah, they're it. not gynecologists. 
Now we go. Now we we do. We don't only treat HIV at our facility. Right. We have many other services they provide. Primary care. Um, we have a pharmacy on site now. We have a food bank, and we have a dental clinic. Okay. And eventually, we'll have our STI program off the ground. Wonderful. And what are say some of the other pervasive STIs that are out there that people may be walking around with? Chlamydia. Don't know. Chlamydia. Yeah. The most silent one. Mm-hmm. And it, so it doesn't usually manifest symptoms. No. It can, but... It I can, but it's very silent. Okay. No, 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 that's trick. Trichomonas. That's yeah. why it's trick. Oh. Now, females can be tested for trick, but once they come... If, a lot of times, if a female is tested for trick and they test is positive, the provider automatically treat the um, partner. Okay, okay. And it, I've also heard herpes is quite pervasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. They all are. They, they all are. are. Everything. And, and that, yeah. that's crazy. It's, took, it's taken so long to get this off the ground and, and this information to the people, you know. And I hope a lot of parents out there listening and will have talks with their kids and, you know, not give them such a stigma of, oh, no, no sex, you know. Yeah. It's more of a, hey, let's just go for the information. Yeah. No, because no, they, they'll, they'll actually be able to explain some things that I don't want to explain. Yeah. Um, now, to take it back, MAO has been around since 1987, so okay. we've just celebrated our 30-year anniversary. We've been doing this for a long time. It's just, you know, people don't want to listen to what we've got to say, or they've put up that wall. It's like, oh, not me. I don't have to worry about that, you know, right. or it's not their child, like you were saying. But it's we've been around for a long time, and we've been doing this work for a long time, and um we're, we're going to continue to push on and try to make sure that we're raising awareness because we are getting too many new cases. We are getting new cases every week. I mean, sometimes every day we're getting like two or three new cases. So that's why we're out here trying to make sure that we're pushing our testing day, not just our testing day, but every day. You know, people need to know that we are available to, to offer free testing. Um, and like she said, we're going to eventually be opening up our STI clinic. So, you know, we won't just be doing HIV and um, hepatitis. We also do hepatitis C testing, but we're going to be opening up to do other testing as well. Okay. Okay. Now, anyone, uh, real quick again, the uh, the event here in Montgomery, June the 23rd, 9 to 1. And that location again is where on McGee Road? 2900 McGee Road, okay. right across from Renfro's. Okay. Next okay. door to and, the cleaners. And we also have the one in Dothan on the 20th. Yes. On the 28th from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m., 1865 Honeysuckle Road. And just go on Facebook, folks, or as I like to call it, the Book of Faces, and uh, MAO. And just search MAO. You can find it there. And, and, I mean, that's what I do. Sometimes I get in a conversation and it's in one ear out the other, but I can mm-hmm. remember online and yeah. refine it, remember the dates. Um, this And this should be important. As you said, this is um, bigger than just, uh, and I, to say it that way, but HIV testing. This is general, as you put it, a health mm-hmm. almost uh, what would we call it? A health, health uh, fair. fair. Well, well, well g- fair. general health fair. And see, the good thing about that is, especially in the black community, w- we as a people are not health conscious. Mm-mm. And it's crazy. It's crazy because we contract the most diseases moving forward. Pretty much after 30, it's high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, uh, heart disease. Mm-hmm. and Thyroid. Exactly. Skin oh, cancer. Okay. And we contract all this stuff, and yet we're the most unhealth conscious people out here yeah and i find that weird but you know events like this should raise more awareness you know 
it should be on fa- plastered all over oh, Facebook. Facebook. Everywhere. We try to put it out. I'm, I'm still pushing. I know it's Saturday, but I'm pushing it everywhere I can. Every and day and, this and week. see, I think another thing that would be good, like have like group chats on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, for people who want to come forward and maybe don't want to come to the event, but, you know, but they can still chat with you guys mm-hmm. if they have questions and things like that. And they can also visit our webpage. It's maoi.org. And all of our events that we have coming up are, are listed on there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Well, get that, that page out there. And, I mean, I, I think a good rule in all sorts of aspects of life is a shoe the taboo. That, I mean, it's easy to say, like, you know, one thing I hit on is, like, people bring up the Hitler analogy. You know when somebody calls you Hitler that the conversation's kind of over? Unless you actually are a neo-Nazi, then what the hell is wrong with you? Weird-ass honkies out there. Um, but, you know, with like Hitler, Nazi Germany, it's it has become like the representation of the ultimate evil. Uh, but I would look at most people in society and go, yeah, if you were living back then in Germany... You have this monetary crisis where the uh, you could have a wheelbarrow full of cash and it, they can't buy you a loaf of bread. So your society is in shambles. You would probably be goose-stepping along with them. You might not have done the worst things, but it's good to understand that evil pops up or anything can pop up that maybe harms us and it, it has a place. It's not something we should accept, but there's a reason. It doesn't just come out of nowhere and by just saying, no, no, bad. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. You're not actually solving the problem. At all. You're just covering it up. And that, that's, what, that's what we got back to a lot of parents, a lot of grandparents that just didn't talk to their kids. Like, they just wanted to crawl in a corner and just act like you weren't growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 one day she's my baby girl. Now she's shopping for bras. It's right. like... Oh, Lord. You know, that's every father's fear. It's like, oh, man. You know, I'm in the mall, and who are all these guys looking at? And you turn around, and your daughter's standing there. <laughs> you just, that that's that aha moment. That's that. Wake up. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're me. You know, they're, they're they're me at that age. No, I don't want to reveal anybody's identity. I'll, I'll share embarrassing stuff about myself, but I don't do it to other people. That's my rule. But without revealing anybody's identity, what is maybe, is anything like, where you just kind of push back and went, this is crazy. Some sort of situation you've seen. I mean, I was just saying off air, like how young people are, and y'all are suggesting, especially when you get in the double digits, like 10? Wow. So, I mean, is there anything that comes to mind that really opened your eyes to, like, that can happen in this way? Um, We, what opened my eyes is, like, we do a... We do a, um, for, for the children, we have a clinic for kids, and it's on special days on a month. Right now, has how far the HIV treatment has advanced. If you're pregnant and you have HIV, it's no way that child should be born positive. <laughs> Only how that child is born positive if you're just not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're not taking the medication. So that hits me if I ever have to. I haven't seen one, thank yeah. Since I've been in this field, but it does happen, and it, it, it's not an MAO because we we work with our moms hard to make mm-hmm. sure they do what they have to do. I'm on top of them. I go to houses. Hey, you pick your medication up. What can I do? Are you having any problems? What barriers to care is going on? Like any simple thing, we we stay on our moms because we don't need new babies coming in positive. Not when you have a choice to take your medication and do right to prevent that child from having HIV. 
Right. Yeah. So that really yeah. hits me if I if I think that would be the shocker because I've seen it all working in this field. But if I have to see a positive baby, that would actually hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, if somebody's positive, I mean, there's some ways I'd imagine where it, it wasn't of your own volition you need to make a choice. But I think most of the time. You you did something, uh, right or wrong, whatever. I'm not making a moral judgment, but you did something that might had had consequences. But when you're talking about a baby, yeah, they I, didn't do anything. I had this one situation. The, the child is the same age as my youngest one. He is seven years old, and he's living with HIV. Uh-huh. And you know. I tell everybody, and it wasn't because of his choices. It was because of his parents' choices, his mom's choice. She didn't take the medication. So now this baby has to deal with taking this HIV medication for the rest of his life. And then I think about, what about what about when he's a teenager and he wants to start dating and he's got to try to reveal his status and how he's going to be treated in school, you know? So that goes back to my, what she was saying. You know, I, I hate the fact that a baby has to be born with HIV and then to just think about the seven-year-old has to deal with this, you know, for the rest of his life. And he's not the only one. I'm pretty sure there's many more. But right. um, it's just sad that the parent didn't, you know, do all, she, the mother didn't do all she could to protect her baby. Right. Life know. is hard enough as it is. It is. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you never know. Sometimes that could have been because either I didn't get the information because a lot, a lot of Mothers and women in the area don't even know right. that there's medication that you can take mm-hmm. if you are positive. But, you know, it's a lot of screening tests that are done when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. If you're going to your OB appointments, they HIV is one of the tests yes. they test you for. They mm-hmm. test you. Okay. It's almost mandatory at this point, just like they test you for drugs now while you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's they all they're trying you. You show yeah. a positive. Exactly. I don't know, and this is a weird thought, but I would venture, like, say you go get tested on June the 23rd or the 28th, whether you're in Montgomery or in Dothan. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, you said, for the most 20 part. Minutes. And one other thing I want to stress about our test that we're using, it is the OraQuick, and all it is the quick swab of the gum line. So it's not okay. like you've got to be stuck with any needles. It, it, exactly, for people who fearful for needles. Yeah, that are afraid yes. of needles. And then we also do the Insti, which is a finger prick. So and anybody, it's a one-minute test. Yeah, it's a one-minute test, so you get your results in one minute. So one minute, say, you do the, the one-minute test or the 20 minutes with the swab, and it comes up and you're negative. You're clean in that regard. Maybe like, Whoa. yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I'd imagine the sex that night is going to be fantastic. The, the only thing about that with that 20 minute mouth swab, there is that three three month window period. So yes. if someone um, tests, you know, it only goes back to anything before the, the that last yes. three months. So we would suggest that they retest and make sure that they use a condom um, until they find out their results. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I would just do the fingerprint. Huh? And, and, and right. see, and see yeah. here's here's my question. How often should a healthy adult be testing themselves? Every six months. For HIV and things If like you're that. in a monogamous relationship, monogamous relationship, test we, at least once a year. We, we talking about 2018. What right. if you're not in monogamous yeah, thank We you. suggest every three to six months, depending on how many sexual partners you have and if you're um, having unprotected sex with them. Right. Yeah, okay. Every three to six months. We would suggest yeah. prep, though, if you... You have that much sex exactly. with different partners. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not for me, then. Yeah. I'm just being honest. But PrEP is out there, and it's a good thing. We do offer it at our clinic, and we also take care of clients that are in, that don't have insurance. They can also get PrEP. So there is no reason for no one to be, you know, without some type of way to protect themselves. Even though we suggest PrEP, we still strongly suggest using a condom as well, a latex okay. condom every single time because of the other STIs that are out there. And, and we provide and, those and for free. Exactly. Yes. exactly. All, all that for free. You know it's what I'm saying? Free. You ain't got to have no insurance. You can get condoms for free, which free. is preventative oh. measure. Test is free. And the test is free. Mm-hmm. Come, come on. Come on, Montgomery. Yeah. Y'all got to come out for that now. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this is, this is giving me hope. 
Open my eyes. <laughs> well, no, I just love that uh, folks like yourselves are out there making this happen because you know that conversation I was having kind of with myself earlier bad 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 I, I like that there are people actually trying to educate also there are people that you're helping them connect with who have created things that help you know th- this isn't a death sentence it's anymore not a death sentence. and so it's amazing that there is so much out there that allows us to well I mean go have fun what is better in life than sex there are a few things no no, not really. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it allows you to kind of, you know, go out and know what your status is. Yeah. And the thing about HIV, like you were saying, it's not a death sentence. It could be one pill a day that they would have to take. You know, it depends on the, the person and what the doctor decides, but it could be one pill a day that they would have to take. It's not like back in the 80s where they were taking 20 pills a day for HIV diagnosis. Right. It's not and, like and, and see, I'm hoping a lot of our college students are listening. Yeah. Please just... Come down and, and know your status. Right. Just get tested. Get tested. Take the time. A- exactly. Because, I mean, that's definitely something you don't want to spread. Right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something you don't want to spread around. Yeah. Or you don't want to know that somebody has spread it to you either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you just got to come down and get tested and find out. And if that is the case, you and the partner. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I, it's basically knowing your status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in the long term, too, it's a matter of doing more shows like this. And I think generally your everyday life, whether in a family setting, even if you're at church, I mean, wherever you are, be... Let's not have the stigma. Right. Let's like, talk about it. Let's be open. Yeah. It's and, out here. Let's talk about it. Because I did a show. I said, let's talk about sex. I wasn't getting all pornographic or anything, talking about my accomplishments, whatever. It was, no. Why does it make people feel so awkward, right. ashamed, and funny? There's the funny aspect mm-hmm. to it. And there are a lot of people that... I had actually one woman that reacted saying, Joey went up there on air and said, I want to have sex. I want to have sex. I'm like, that is not... I told that story about my mom. <laughs> I mean, I, I told stories about where people maybe made a mistake because they weren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is will go a long way to where people will run to an event like this or go, oh, yeah, I mean, we all know them. Yeah. We all know them. So, again, the event is June the 23rd here in Montgomery, 9 to 1 yes. on McGee Road. McGee Road. Okay. And it's gonna, it's going to be fun. Yes. Exactly. So fun. And Face don't forget about the one in Dothan. Yes. On the twenty eighth. On the twenty eighth, from eight a.m. until eight p.m. And okay. where is that at? It's going to be eighteen sixty five Honeysuckle Road. And even if you do not make the event, we are still open. If you don't want to come and be around a lot of people, we have extended hours on Wednesday and Thursdays in Montgomery. I am in the office until six on Wednesday, and on Thursday we have people that will be in the office until eight o'clock p.m. Okay, that is Wonderful. great to know. Wonderful, and maybe if there's somebody out there listening who wants to help, uh, beyond how do they just get in contact with y'all, get in contact with us. Okay, we can be reached at three three four two eight zero three three four nine, and I think they can go to our website. Okay. And they can find us on Facebook also. And what's that website again? Um, maoi.org. Maoi.org. Yes. Okay. okay and if they have a special question that they want to ask me or feel comfortable, I can be reached at 334-481-1628. Okay. 
Very cool. Very cool. And if they want to they get tested in Montgomery, they can go to Dothan. Yes. Right. Same services. Mm-hmm. Same services, free, confidential testing. Absolutely. Well, Myron Nisi, thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you for having us. I feel a little educated, Brandon. (laughs) I do, too. I feel a little smarter. But I I still can't shake this weird Catholic awkwardness and guilt. It's called upbringing. I'm going to have to go to reconciliate. No, I don't. I don't don't go to church anymore. I've talked about that, too. I mean, that's a whole other topic. Oh, I'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, I think Christy's going to be in studio. We'll get into some story. God help us. Yeah, God help us all. Thank you. Thank you. Joey Clark. You want to get down?